Welcome to the Money BS Podcast, where I'm on a mission to get rid of the unhelpful thoughts we've been taught about money. I'm your host, Master Certified Mindset Coach, Belinda Smith. I help my clients make their first dollar and their first million dollars. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Y'all, what's good? Hello. Hey, my voice sounds like Heine today. Like I sound a little nasally or something. Um, I'm not sure what's going on, but I'll just let it be. We are just going to, we are going to charge on through because we are warriors. I have to tell you about this. Again, I have like at the beginning of every podcast, I feel like I'm I'm bringing something to the congregation that y'all can just like, be like, oh my goodness, but this is who I am. So I've told you I'm from the state of West Virginia. And now I live in Nashville. I've lived here forever. But I grew up calling the bugs outside that light up. I mean, we called them lightning bugs. We go catch lightning bugs. We put them in a jar um, in the really deep and dark parts of our soul. Sometimes um, you could spread the light around. And that's uh, that's like, I don't want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> but with the... Um, the lightning bugs, if you're if you're cooler or you're a little fancier or more refined, you probably call them fireflies. But they're still lightning bugs to me. But I love them. I think I'm so happy when they come out in the yard. I enjoy watching them. But we have this it's, this issue in my home. When I go <clears throat> to let the dogs out, invariably in the evening before I go to bed, the lightning bugs come in. There's like one or two that come in. Then for whatever other unnecessary reason, they go straight into my bedroom. And the problem is when I get in bed and I turn off the light, that's when I find the lightning bugs. So I'm looking up last night and there are two lightning bugs like flying around. Now my normal process is that if I can catch them, which I usually can, I put them back outside. I think they're just making a mistake. But for <laughs> for the ones that I can't catch... I've decided they're just coming in to commit suicide into my house because I, my, my ceiling is high in the bedroom. And then you can picture me like up on the bed, like trying to jump from the bed up to the ceiling, trying to catch them. And I'm, I don't know if they're running from me because I think I want to do something, you know, untoward, like, you know, sh- spread their light around on a piece of glass like we might have done or might not have done when we were little. I'm just trying to save their souls. Or did they have souls? I'm just trying to save them. I'm trying to save the light. Those two last night, and there are a few others, that they will just not come to me. And there's a point in your life when you realize that you're a grown adult jumping on your stinking bed at bedtime trying to catch a lightning bug. And that is the time when you have to go back and evaluate your life choices. So <laughs> I laid back down. And I just closed my eyes and I was like, maybe they come to me for assisted suicide because they never, they don't never make it through the night. I had to close my eyes and then I had to deal with that. So um, thanks for listening. These are really important topics, but there are times in your life when you have to sort of step back and review your decisions that got you here. I'm not promising I'm not going to do it again, but I really am going to think about it before I do. <laughs> this... This week's topic, I don't think it really has anything to do with lightning bugs, but you know, I'll tie it back in somehow. 
This topic is called, it's what are you asking for? And this came about from um, a listener, a listener question. How about that? And Oh, wait, you have to listen to the very end because I have something specifically for the podcasters. Okay. It's a different, it's like a, it's like a secret Black Friday sale, except I don't know. I'm doing something for you guys that I don't do anywhere else. So we'll get to that. So you have to stick around to the end. Okay. So anyway, um, this, this question was asked to me and, you know, at the end of every podcast, I always say, please go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review and please subscribe. And this person said, you know, like, why do you ask for a review, you know, for five stars? Why do you ask for five stars? I mean, don't you think it's a little, you know, arrogant? Like, can't you just let the people decide? And then I was like, well, I see what you're saying. But if I don't tell you that it's very important to getting the message out, you know, if you review and subscribe, it's very important because it has to do with you know whether or not your podcast will be seen. So obviously it's important. I was like, but do you really think that I'm going to go on for one out of five stars and be like, hey, um, potentially, if it's okay, maybe, possibly, if it's not too much of an inconvenience, um, would you consider leaving me like a star? I mean, maybe like one star or maybe three, but I mean, the ultimate would be five, but I really don't want to bother you. I mean, listen, y'all, I want, I need, I want five stars. I'm not going to come on and ask you if you leave me four, <laughs> right? That would be so ridiculous. Hey, could you leave me a, I enjoy this, but not quite, um, star. Listen, you have full autonomy. You can do whatever you want to do, but if you think I'm not going to ask for what I need, like, hello, reevaluate your choices. Don't be (laughs) a lightning bug. Oh my gosh. I did it somehow. I'm not sure if it was a good comeback, but there you go. So that's kind of where, where it comes from today is, um, that's part of what I like asking for what I want. And I have learned over the years that if you don't ask for what you want, you can almost rest assured always you'll never get it. I know. I know. You're like, well, she has a point. So I'm going to give you um, a couple examples. Uh, One, actually two from uh, my clients. One example of one of my clients, I just love her. She's amazing and she does the coolest stuff. Um, in her household, there was a particular subject that kept coming up and it just was tearing her soul. And she was just like, I get so stressed when this topic comes up and I don't know what to do. And so we discussed, you know, setting a boundary. I was like, you know, is there a way that you could have a safe place? Like, what could we do other than hiding in your closet <laughs> or hiding in your car? Like, is there something that we could do and and say, hey, you know, let's not discuss the subject at this moment. So what she did, she went to her family and she said, listen, when I go into this room, which is her room, you know, where she does like crafts and things, when I go into my um, creative room, there is absolutely no, um, no, none of that topic. Like it is not allowed past the threshold door. 
And so that is her place. Like when that comment or when the the topic comes up, she goes into the room and it cannot follow her. And that is a boundary that she has set and that her family has agreed to have now or agreed to respect. Now, listen, if she had not asked for what she wanted, can you imagine the chaos in her brain that would still be going on? Like, the, you know, that awful feeling in your stomach when you're like, oh, my gosh, can this please quit? It's your home. Your home should be your safe place. So if you find yourself in a situation, even in your home with your family, the people you love the most, where something is going on that you just don't love, just ask for a boundary just and and insist on a boundary. But the truth is sometimes people don't even know, like... Because remember, like, we're more concerned about ourselves. Like, we see the world from our eyes, from our body. We don't see the world from anyone else's. You don't see the world from my perspective and vice versa. So just by asking for something, she got it. Oh, my goodness. Can you even imagine just asking for something and receiving it? (gasps) I have another thing. So... For about four years, I traveled the country as a disability advocate, and I flew literally all over, maybe on a plane three or four times a week, something like that. And I loved it. I loved it. But there does come a time when you don't want to live on a plane anymore. But one of the things that I did early on, and and I actually had another friend who had the same experience um, with her husband. But for me, um, you have to remember, like, I'm on an airplane going to a city to work. And I'm sitting on this airplane trying to study and I'm trying to work. But I understand that all the other people around me are going on vacation. Like they're all getting drunk. They're all happy. They're laughing. Now, can you imagine doing your work commute with a bunch of like happy drunk people or whether they can be happy or not? I don't know. I'm not in charge of that. But everyone who's so excited to get there and you're like, oh my gosh, can I just please study and everyone be quiet? Um, So the one thing that I decided that I was going to start asking for Oh, y'all, I went there. So I buy a seat and there's always, um, it's the same guy every time. No offense, guys, but if, if you resonate, it's not you. If you don't, put yourself on notice. There's the same guy every time who gets into his seat next to me. I mean, it's the same guy. I could I could describe him. I know his attitude. I know what he does. I know all of it. He sits down next to me. He takes both of the arm, like both of his armrests. And, you know, when I started, you know, you kind of try to, you know, get into your seat and stay as small as you can so you're not touching. Um, Well, I lost my patience one day into this. And I was like, you know what? Uh uh. We can share an armrest because that's what we do. But he is not coming into my space. And we actually had an exchange. I was like, uh uh. I paid for this spot, this space, I am trying to study, and I am so tired of shrinking so that people like you can take up your space. I'm taking up my space, and I want you to feel like, to feel what it's like to take up space. Okay, um, he called me several names, none of which I will repeat here, but let me tell you, dude had an awkward flight, because I mean, I was insane. Like, we could... (laughs) I think I lost my mind, but we could share the armrest. I didn't care. 
I would touch his arm in the sharing and I took up my whole space. I put my shoulders back and I nailed it. And then again, when we got out, he was so uncomfortable through the flight. You know why? Because he'd never had to put himself into a seat like, like, like I do. He's never been, he'd never experienced shrinking because that's what he did. That's, and, and I mean, listen, it's not one guy. It's like the same guy over and over and over. And if you fly a lot, you know exactly who it is. It's just same guy, different name, different suit, same guy. But that was like one of my favorite moments of asking what I want. Like, remember when you were, or you may not, this may not have been your thing, but we were little, my mom, my my brother and I would ride in the back seat and we would, you know, do what kids do. So she would draw like an imaginary tape line down the middle and we were not allowed to cross the tape line. Like I was about ready to get masking tape. But the thing of that was I asked for what I wanted and I took it. I insisted on that because if I hadn't, I was going to be miserable for, you know, another however many years that I was on that. And I was like, no, I don't have to be uncomfortable. And and there's a point when you ask for what you want. And there's also a point when you just take what you want. So what are you asking for? And what are you taking? Take your space, ask for what you want and take up your space. That is for you. And remember, like I said a few a few times ago, what other people think of you is none of your business. So if you need your space, you take it. Okay, I had a thing. Now, here's another great example. And you know how it goes. I'm coming to raises, promotions, that kind of thing. So I used to work for the, um, the government. And worked there for quite a while, and it would get it would get insane, y'all. The people there were so many people, not everyone, but so many people that would come through, and they would get promoted, and you were just so incredibly confused. Like, how could this person, who is just really not um, <laughs> gifted with communication skills, or gifted with leading, um, gifted with um, knowledge? How do these people keep getting ahead? How do they keep um, getting promoted? How do they keep um, getting raises or bonuses? And, you know, one day it finally dawned on me. um, Of course, I didn't, that wasn't my, I didn't want to advance in that job because I was doing the other things. But everybody who would complain about the people who got promoted and the people who, who were moving on up, Um, almost everybody, like no one was applying. No one was standing up and asking for it. No one's like, Hey, I'll take you on. I'm good. I want that uh, position. And so I will take it. And whatever that means, let's go. Like, let me move. You know, no one asked for what they wanted and therefore they didn't get it. Same deal. And we mentioned this last week, if you missed the episode, you want to go back. Uh, One of my clients went from, what do we say? I'm just trying to keep it um, sort of abstract. So I didn't out her like $140,000 to 300 and, and, um, 40, 350 uh, in six months. She had a skill set, but she also started asking, she started saying, this is what I want, put herself out of her comfort zone. And she went that far financially in six months. So what are you not asking for? What is right there, right there waiting for you to grab it and you just won't reach out and get it? 
how much how much responsibility can we take on ourselves and move move the the line along? I, I believe um, since I've started, well, <laughs> since the airplane days, really before that, you know, just stepping back and going, you know what, this is what I want. This is how I want it. And asking for that, it's scary at first. It feels a little weird. It's like, oh my gosh, what if I make them mad? What if they don't like me after this? Blah, blah, blah. But in the end, it's like, huh, well, you know what? They're not worried about making me mad. They're doing their thing. You know, oh, you're going to hear, I think I've told you about Bernice, my pug. She's here. I'm also watching my brother's dog, Alice Neal, and I'm very proud of her for not um, (laughs) pitching into the conversation. Um, But... How many times are we just sitting around waiting for stuff to happen to us, sitting around waiting for things to just come and arrive magically and woo, just going to come out of the air and we're going to sit and we're just going to receive it. I believe we have to meet, meet it halfway. Like if I'm not doing any work to move towards something, then it seems like why would any, anything do any work, any, any movement toward me? The other thing I'm going to tell you about Back when I first moved to Nashville, and I I wanted to write for this one particular publishing company. I wanted to write for Brentwood Benson. I was so about it. And I was writing with a lot of their writers at that time, but I didn't have a deal with them. And so one day I decided I wanted to write there, and I stopped parking in the visitor parking because I was like, I'm not going to be a visitor. I'm going to be here. And then time went on and time went on. And then finally I was like, you know what? I haven't asked for this. So I went to um, one of the song pluggers at that point, and I was like, I just want to be clear. I want to write here. I, I don't, you know, I don't come over here and write with all your writers just because just to hang out. I want a deal here. You know what? I got the deal. But I hadn't asked. I don't know if I wouldn't have asked if I would have gotten it or not. I don't know. But I asked and surely sped it along. So that is your challenge. That is your challenge for the week is to look around and identify things that you want and things that you're not asking for. Okay. And here's the thing about asking. Let me tell you this real quick. Um, See, if there's something that you want and you ask for it, and then the, if the answer is no at that point, see, you technically haven't lost it because you didn't have it anyway. See, you kind of have nothing to lose and you have everything to gain. Everything to gain just by asking. Okay, that's what I have to say. All right, here's the thing I'm doing. I'm doing this just for you guys. If you um, have dabbled in the coaching industry, if you have um, paid attention, there are certain things, certain ways that just everyone does stuff. It's just what what we do. And right now, there are two ways to work with me. One is a um, sort of a sort of a deep, like like a taste of like everything that I do, and you can try it for two weeks and see. And if you like that, then we go to six months because I I have found six months one on one is the absolute, um, is is the ideal time to get to the first step that we need to be at. So right now it's like that, that two week, you know, taste or, uh, six months one-on-one, but what I'm going to do only for my podcast listeners. So this is only for you guys. I don't usually do one-off sessions. Like I just never do. And that's really not something that a lot of people will do. But I have decided that I will do a one-off session for you guys. It will be a 60-minute session, and it's only $199. Oh, I know. 
I know I've lost my mind. It's crazy, but it's for you guys. So um, I'm going to be adding that in the show notes. And you can always, always, always email me at Belinda at unhooked.com. And I can get you hooked up on that too. Okay. Need a one-off session. It's for podcast listeners only. I'm not putting it anywhere else. And we can totally work together, work on your mindset, see what's, what's hanging on you, what's keeping you back. And, um, again, we can try to, we can teach you how to ask for what you want. We can totally do that in 60 minutes. All right, you guys, you are fabulous, amazing. And listen, if you can set a lightning bug free, please do it in my honor. All right. All right. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks again for listening to today's podcast. I'd love it if you'd invite your friends to listen in. Remember, it's not about the money. It's about the mindset. If you could use some personalized support around this area of your life, I do have some limited number of openings and I'd love to talk to you and see if we're a fit. The link to book a chat is in the show notes. Also, please go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Y'all know that every star counts. All right, I'll see you next time.